Hey guys, it's Sammy and Robbie back again to tell you about another upcoming con. And we're super excited about this one. Mm-hmm. It's another Indiana one. This one is Pop Con, Indie Pop Con to be exact. And it's going to be in Indianapolis, again at the Convention Center. Indiana Convention Center. Right in downtown Indianapolis. And Robbie will be there April 26th through the 28th. Yes. We were just at the Indiana Comic-Con, so if you missed us, Mm -hmm. you get a chance to meet us again Mm -hmm. at PopCon. Yes. Well, at least Robbie. At least me. Ashley will be there. Oh, yeah. Ashley will be there. That's an exciting thing. Ashley will be there, so you get to meet a lot of us on the network. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two-thirds. Two-thirds of it, yes. Mm -hmm. So, if you're coming to the show, please stop by the Limitless Broadcasting booth. Mm -hmm. We're always excited to see you. All right. Oh, my God. Well, I guess we'll see you guys at the show. Bye. Bye. This episode is brought to you by Evil Queen Candy Apple Company. Check out all of her deadly delights this Halloween season. Evil Queen Company is not liable for any instances of extreme napping, encounters with dwarves, or true love's kiss that make her after eating of her treats. Check out LimitlessBroadcasting.com for more spooky fun this holiday season. Welcome, foolish mortals, to the Pixie Dust Twins podcast. We're your hosts, your ghost hosts. I'm Ashley. And I'm Sammy. The happy haunts have received your sympathetic vibrations and are beginning to materialize. So, before we lose them, let's get on with the episode. Today, we're going to be talking about our favorite Disney Channel Halloween movies. Plus one that's not really Disney Channel, but it's okay because it's yes. still an awesome Disney Halloween movie. And we are very, very excited. And then we're going to jump into Halloween costumes a little bit. We're going to talk about those briefly. I think that about covers what we're discussing today in our yeah. hauntingly special episode. Wow. Yes. Yeah. So the first two things we're going to do is there are a ton of Disney Channel Halloween movies. Oh, yes. They, I mean, Disney Channel has been doing a Hall- at least one Halloween movie a year, if not two, since they started back in the 90s. Mm-hmm. So we have a lot to talk about, but we're not going to go over every one of them. We are just going to do our suggestions that you should watch this Halloween season. Yes. So I'm going to give you my suggestions. Some of them I think me and her both agree with, and we'll probably both talk about them. But we made sure that there was no overlap yes on the movies so the first series i always suggest no matter what is the halloween town series there are four of them the first second and third one are the best because they have the original characters whereas one's okay they've chose the wrong person to take over as marnie Mm -hmm. which was just yeah it was a horrible horrible casting the storyline's still good. So Halloween Town follows Marnie. She's in the very first movie. She's 13 years old. She has a brother and a younger sister. Her dad has passed away, you know, Disney. And her grandma, every Halloween, comes to visit. And only on Halloween. 
Mm-hmm. All that about. But come to find out she's actually a witch. And 13 is when she starts to really hone in her powers. And there's something evil happening. And grandma needs help. And mom says no. So, of course, in Disney fashion, the kids stow away on the bus to take them to Halloween Town in another dimension. So that way they can help grandma save Halloween Town. And it's just a fun Halloween movie. It's like jumping into, if you love Halloween, you'll love it because it's like you're jumping into a town where it's only Halloween characters the whole time. Like Mm -hmm. they're technically real to them, but like there's vampires and ghosts and goblins and Mm -hmm. witches and clowns and just that's how they always dress. And it's just so much fun to see. And of course, at the end, they win out and and defeat the evil. And it goes from there. And and Mm -hmm. the rest of the series is just so much fun. The second one is about the evil. And the first one, his name is Calabar. He Mm -hmm. has a son. He comes back to seek revenge. But of course, he doesn't win. And then Mm -hmm. uh, third one, the Halloween Town people come into... Marnie's world and go to mm-hmm. high school to try to bridge gaps. And then the third one's about Marnie going to Halloween Town for college. And it's just, I don't know, I love that whole kind of mm-hmm. world when it comes to Halloween Town. Mm-hmm. I think it's absolutely fantastic. I agree. Any thoughts on it? I just love it. It's so much fun to watch. Mm-hmm. They're just good, fun movies, even though there's a little bit of the scary plot line, you know, with battling mm-hmm. evil, but it's just so fun. And the Halloween Town High is one of my favorites because it's just so ridiculous with them coming in and having to dress like people and then they get to go mm-hmm. hide out in the locker and then they can become their real selves and they like peel off the skins. It's kind of creepy, but when you watch it, it's just mostly, it's funny. But I love when they're putting together the haunted house and Marnie's just staying there and she's just like, well, let's see what I can do with my magic. And I'm thinking this can't go well. And she's just literally, no one seems to notice that she's just standing there and all this stuff is no. appearing with this haunted house. And it just cracks me up every time. Mm-hmm. And the other thing I need to, I just thought of this and I need to say with Halloween Town, you have the iconic actress, Debbie Reynolds, Oh, in yes. all four of them, all four of them that she's she's across all four. She's not in the th- fourth one as much. She only makes random appearances, but she's there. And Debbie Reynolds is just so dear to my heart, not just because of her Disney thing, but she is the mother of Carrie Fisher, who was Princess Leia. And we lost them, both of them, a couple years ago, just months apart. And so when I watch this movie, it's like this series. It's like it's it's a memory of Debbie because those are my favorite movies of hers. I don't I don't think I've ever really watched anything else she's in but she was just so much fun in in Halloween Town. She was the perfect grandma. She was like fun grandma you kind of hope to have someday. Mm Yeah, I loved her as a grandmother. She was highly entertaining. Mm -hmm. My second, so that's my top recommendation. Like you Mm -hmm. need to watch at least the first one. If you don't watch all of them, watch the first one. My second recommendation, which is also a must, is the, I don't know if, I don't know if Samantha likes this movie, is the movie called Tower of Terror. The ride was based off of this movie. The main actor, he's a really great actor. He's in a bunch of different things. And then the female lead is is Kristen Dunst when she's mm-hmm. younger. Her uncle is a washed up tabloid writer and is trying to like find this story. And it's Halloween time and he wants her to go to this haunted hotel that no one's been in since I think the 40s or something and dress up as the child actress who died in the elevator crash. And come to find out the ghosts are still there and they're trying to help them get to the tip top club before midnight so that 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 way they can move on and there's a whole mystery to it i don't want to ruin it for you if you haven't seen it because it's just so good 
the characters you see, if you've written Tower of Terror in Hollywood Studios, the characters you see like as goats before it like goes dark and you go straight up to go down, those are the same characters in the movie. Like they use the same exact character actors and actresses that look a lot like uh, CGI's for the ride. So it's just, it's a really fun movie. Have you ever seen it? I have seen it a long time ago. Did you like it or not? I don't, I don't think I disliked it. I don't like the ride, but no, the movie, I, the movie has obviously elements in it, but there's more, like you said, there's more to the movie mm -hmm. because it's a mystery and you're trying mm -hmm. to get, help the ghost or the spirits move on to the afterlife. And there's more to it than yes. just the stupid falling elevator. That is how they died. They, they died in a service elevator or in the exactly. main elevator dropping. So that's why in the ride, the main elevator is broken because they can't get to the tip top club. So you have to use the service elevator, but service elevator still falls. And in the movie, the service elevator falls as well. Like all the elevators kind of fall. And mm -hmm. I don't want to tell you what happens after that. So that's another great recommendation that you should do. This next one is a newer Disney Channel one. I think it was made in like 2012 or 13. It's called mm -hmm. Girl vs. Monster. The main character, she is 16 years old. She wants to go to this Halloween party that her crush has invited her to come and sing in his band. And it's in this haunted mansion, of course but come to find out her parents are actually secretly monster hunters and she's also a monster hunter and at 16 is when the ghosts start to kind of materialize and she can start kind of seeing it and they're going to start training her soon but they haven't told her yet but what happens is because she doesn't know about it she turns off all the breakers so she can like leave to go to this party and it releases every monster that her parents have caught since she was a baby and that one of them was what's called like an ancient one and that ancient one latched on to as their like main source of fear and fear nutrients I guess you'd call it so it's all about her facing her fears and fighting against these monsters and winning back the day and saving her parents because her parents get caught and all these things and it's just it's a fun movie there's some music involved because you know Disney Channel nowadays can't do anything without like a musical number and it's just a great storyline of facing her fear and I love the main actress her real name is Olivia Holt but Olivia is a really great actress and she does really well and Luke Bernard is the boy that has a crush on her slash she has a crush on him and again he's also another great one both mm -hmm. of them you can see in a lot of different Disney Channel stuff so have you seen this no but it's on my list because you told me yeah. I should watch it I like it my last recommendation I haven't watched this one for a really really long time but I do remember being scared out of my mind when I watched it so I don't have much to say because I think I blocked it all out of my head and I just didn't want to rewatch it and be scared so don't look under the bed is a great recommendation if you want something more scary for Disney. I was just looking at pictures and there were some creepy looking faces. I'm like, eh, mm -hmm. I think I'm good. It's older, but it's still a good classic for a nice Halloween movie if you want a little bit more of that thrill. Because most of the ones we talked about are either just mystery or mm -hmm. some scary moments. This one is like pretty much, I believe, scary all the way through until mm -hmm. the end. So those are my recommendations. Yeah, I like them. It's a mm -hmm. good selection there. Yeah. So I didn't really put mine in any sort of order, I don't think. I just did it from which ones I could remember. So the first one, it's a series, well, two movies. It's a duet. <laughs> a duet, there we go, yes. It's Twitches and Twitches 2, which has Tia and Tamara in it, mm -hmm. which if you grew up like we did, that automatically means you have to watch it because 
they were iconic to us. I still love them to this day. Mm -hmm. They're great. So that's the biggest thing. And of course, it's the, you know, typical little bit cheesy Disney storyline. They're separated at birth. But this time it's because they're both witches. So they're trying to save where they live called Coventry. So that's why they get separated and dropped in on Earth. But obviously not too separated because they're in the same city. (laughs) So they're not really that far from each other. But they grow up separate lives. One of them has a really kind of more rich life and the other one is not it's kind of like your typical disney trope when you think of it that way the way they're separated especially with the twins but it's still really cute and then they are brought together by karsh and iliana who are basically the two witch the witch and the warlock that watch over them and protect them while they're growing up and they bring them together at a store which is really funny the way they bring them together because Cameron who is the richer sister Mm -hmm. she goes in there to go shopping and then Alex needs a job and they literally keep popping up signs saying we really are desperate please come in please come work here just so she'll finally go in there and get a job so they can meet it's really Mm -hmm. funny it's just cute the way that Karsh and Eliana are hilarious I love them throughout both movies they're very very funny together And then the whole thing is that Alex writes stories about growing up in Coventry, but she thinks they're made up in her head. And then Cameron draws pictures and she draws pictures of like her mom. And she actually draws a picture of her sister. Of course, they don't know it's her sister. They think it's her self-portrait because twins. Yeah. But I thought that was a really cute thing that they did the way they both do different things. One of them stays up all night. One of them's more during the day, the way they kind of Mm -hmm. brought them together. They're two different powers. The one thing that stuck out with me is the bad guy is called Thantos. And he killed his brother, who was their father. And the whole time, like, when I rewatched it, I'm like, no one got a bad vibe from this dude? Really? Really? Because I did the first time he walked on screen. Without even having to see the movie, I feel like you're just like, he's a bad guy. So just saying, that kind of stuck out to me. And I really like, I like both movies, but I like the second one because you get to see more of their personality together Mm -hmm. because the first one, they're still kind of meeting each other and just discovering the magic. And in the second one, they get to use more of the magic. They spend more time in Coventry. And I think that's really great. But there's this whole Mm -hmm. storyline with their dad that drives me nuts. And then I don't want to spoil the whole thing, but there's a whole thing involving Thantos and it just drove me nuts during the movie because I was just like, are you kidding me right now? It's just more of, you didn't know this? Come on now. It's Anyway, but I would highly recommend watching both of them, especially if you're like on the cusp or 90s babies like us, because I think you'll really enjoy the dynamic and the feel of the movie. And it's very 2000s, the way they dress Mm -hmm. and everything. It brings you back. Yeah. (laughs) But it's great when they're doing the outfits and everything. They're switching outfits in the car in the first movie. I'm just like, I really just want to dress like that again. It was, it just brings you back. Do you have anything you want to add about Twitches? Oh my goodness, so much. But I'll try to limit myself. (laughs) I know, it's hard. Twitches, it is. It's absolutely amazing. Tia and Tamara Maori are just these iconic actresses that Mm -hmm. sister, sister, Twitches. There's another movie that they did for Disney called Mm -hmm. 16 Again, which their brother Taj Maori was in. He was in Smart Guy. And I just love them as just, I follow them on Instagram, all three of them, and they're just amazing Mm -hmm. people to follow. So that just makes me love their work even more. Alex and, okay, so this is where I'm going to bring a little bit of my English in, because Alex and Cameron's real names, like Coventry names, they were named as babies, was Apollo and Artemis. And Apollo and Artemis, if you're Greek mythology people like me, was a god and goddesses, and one was representing of the day and brought in the sun, and the other one 
hunted at night was a night goddess. That was Artemis. So that kind, they kind of followed that. And Thantos, if you take the T out of there, is Thanos, mm -hmm. which is a evil, evil Titan from the Greek mythology as well. They just kind of added a T in there. Mm -hmm. There's a little bit of that Greek mythology brought in because the sun and the moon and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So anything like that always draws me into the movies. Mm -hmm. I just love the idea of like finding out that I'm a twin and a witch. Like I would love that. Let's exactly. Go. You just randomly <laughs> run into them at the store. Yes. It's great. I always love scenes like that. Just like in Sister, yeah. Sister. Like, because that was the whole line of Sister, Sister, too. They were yes. separated at birth and adopted and then brought back together. It's a thing with them. <laughs> I love it, though. I can't get great. enough of it. It's great. All right. So the next one I recommend is called The Scream Team. I think this came out in the early 2000s. If I remember right, I didn't write it down, but I think so. I think it was early 2000s. I discovered this by accident recently on Disney Plus. I had not seen it before, but I thought it was a cute movie. So it's a brother and sister who are at their grandfather's house with their dad and their grandfather who they dearly, dearly loved has recently passed away. And they're very heartbroken over this. And the dad is obviously upset, but he's got this thing where he didn't really get along with the grandfather. So he has all these like pent up emotions about that. But the sister and brother don't really get along until they realize that their grandfather is still hanging around. So his spirit is still there and they realize they need to help him. It's different. They end up getting into these with these characters. There's three of them called the Soul Patrol that are supposed to help souls pass on to the afterlife. So they have to go retrieve them and bring them. So they want to get their grandfather to them, but they need to find out what it is he has unfinished business with. So the whole thing is trying to help him finish up whatever's going on. There's a villain called Zachariah who, as usual with Disney movies, is a misunderstood villain and the kids figure out what actually happened to him and share the real story. So he gets redemption at the end and he's able to move on and then the grandfather is able to kind of clear up everything he needed to before he moves on so everybody gets a happy ending. So it's one of those. Yay. But there's some scary-ish parts during the movie, but I wouldn't say it's frightening really. I mean, yeah. the ghosts bouncing around are a little scary and then Zachariah is kind of scary, but it's nothing terrifying. I feel like kids could watch it. And it's nothing like, don't look under the bed. <laughs> no, it's not on that level. No. Yeah. It's more cute than anything. And I liked a lot of the actors in it. So I think I it's something on my list. Yeah. You should just check out. Yeah. It's a mm -hmm. cute movie. The next one is old. Mom's Got a Day with a Vampire is a 90s Disney movie. And I had not seen it in forever. And then I watched it recently and I was like, it's still great. I love it. So in this one, the parents got divorced and the kids all live with mom and the dad is getting remarried. So of course the mom is kind of depressed, but the kids, I want to say their heart's in the right place, but at the beginning of the movie, they mostly just want her to leave the house on Saturday night so that they can go do other things like go to a concert for the middle boy and the older sister has a date. So they're trying to find her a date in the newspaper. This is how old this is, in the want ads that they send an email <laughs> out to get her a date <laughs> from the want ads. Pre-Tinder. <laughs> yes. And they meet the meet him, Dimitri, at the grocery store because they were like, just run into her there. We're gonna get her to the grocery store. And that's the whole premise of her going out. I feel bad for the real little kid, Taylor, because he literally sees this dude, Dimitri, turn into a freaking bat at the grocery store and no one's listening to him when he's just like, he's a vampire. I'm telling you, he's a vampire. I get it. He's a, a kid and he just watched a scary vampire movie. So they think he's just making it up. But I feel bad because you actually watch him watch Dimitri <laughs> change into a bat and he's looking around like no one else sees this. Really? No one else is paying attention. The other thing that cracks me up too is 
the two older kids figure out that he's telling the truth. So they leave the younger kid at home with the babysitter and then they go back out to investigate. Mm-hmm. Well, Taylor calls a vampire hunter, which is hilarious to me, called Malachi Van Helsing. And he shows that up. That makes sense now I know. to me. Do you get it? Yes. yes. Because of the vampires. Yes. yes. I, that's something I didn't, I wouldn't have picked up on younger. I didn't in the 90s. Exactly. And when he shows up, the babysitter's on the phone and she's literally like, um, he needs to go to bed. And I'm thinking, he literally said he's a vampire hunter. They, this was brought up in the conversation and the babysitter's just like, yeah, it's his bedtime. So I, you can't stay up late. And I'm just like, nobody cares about the fact that there's this vampire storyline. But yeah, it's a cute movie. It's it's fun. It's got, I can't think of her real name, but it's one of the aunts from Sabrina the Teenage Witch, isn't uh, it? Carol- Caroline Ray. Yes, thank you. She's Ray, in it. Raya. She's the mom. Yeah, she's the mom. And of course, she's always pretty funny in whatever oh, she's in. So she has just that comedy to it. Even by the end of the movie, I still feel like no one was as upset about the fact that this dude was a vampire, except maybe Taylor. But it's a very cute movie. It's a little scary with some of the vampire stuff, but it's still something that kids could watch. And I don't think it'd give them nightmares or anything. It's a good little family movie. Yeah. So Mom's Got a Date with a Vampire, I remember watching when I was younger. And the guy who plays Dimitri, I don't know his actual name, but he's in a lot of different things. Mm -hmm. He just scares me. He scares me. He just has that, you know, there are certain people that, like, certain actors that just have that face or that air about them that's just very much like a horror movie air or a scary air or, like, Mm -hmm. an evil bad guy air. He has that. (laughs) Yeah, that's funny. I mean, he's good in, there's a movie where he is, like, the good guy. Oh, no, he's, oh, my goodness, the dad in the show with the nanny and she's crazy. Yeah, it's literally called The Nanny, isn't it? Oh, yeah, it's called The Nanny. He's the dad in the nanny, and he yes, he is. He's not a scary guy in that one, but still, he has this kind of weird air that I'm like, ooh, I would not want to mess with you on the street. That's I don't so know. Funny. I think he was perfect. I think he just he was the perfect character to play Dimitri. Yes, yes. he was perfect. I think he did a good job. Yeah, being cunning and all that. Yeah, and suave. He's British. That's probably why. Yeah, probably because <laughs> he's British. It always gets you. There's something about those British men. I can't. I can't mm-hmm. explain it. Yes. It's true. All right. So anything else? No, but you do have one more recommendation. Yes. Phantom of the Megaplex, which has been a little while since I watched this one. Mm -hmm. It's not super scary. Mm -hmm. It has some scary bits, but it's nothing crazy. I definitely feel like it's a good family movie. Mm -hmm. I like it mostly because it it deals with the movie premiere and the kid working at the movie theater. And obviously, I really like going to movies. So that interested me. And then they have the whole like downstairs area area where they have all this stuff stored and I thought that was really cool and then movie Mason who just knows all about movies and everything so that was kind of part of why I liked it just at the beginning it's loosely based on Phantom of the Opera loosely very loosely loosely (laughs) people don't go into this it's not a masterpiece it's a Disney Channel movie okay so (laughs) from the 90s I believe or early 2000s I think this was a 90s one too I feel bad for the main character Pete the mm-hmm. kid that works at the movie theater yeah. because obviously very driven, very hardworking, overloads himself. And he has this big movie premiere that he has to help prepare for. It's a big deal. And he has to babysit his siblings in the middle of this. I feel bad for him I do too. because I'm just like, what are you doing, mom? I know you have a date and it's planned out, but that sucks for him because yeah. he's obviously very responsible. So it's not like, you know, trying to get back at him or teach him a lesson. So yeah. I do feel bad for him on that. And then Movie Mason just had this really great quote that I wrote down, which is one of the reasons I really like the movie. So he says, 
When we arrive in this world, magic is all around us. You simply have to see a baby discover a butterfly or a toddler splash in the bath for the first time. Yet, as the years pass, simple pleasures aren't quite as simple to find. Myths and legends fall away. Santa's secrets are revealed. Card tricks lose their fascination. True wonder is hard to come by, but there's always magic at the movies. Pirate ships, bicycles that fly, angels earn their wings, beautiful women marry handsome men, and we all learn there's no place like home. I just got chills. <laughs> I had to include that because I just love it so much because it's like, yes, that's how I feel when I go to the movies. So besides the whole like Phantom at the Megaplex, that whole storyline, yeah. I really just like the movie Mason storyline and why he loves the movie so much and just warms your heart in the middle of all this mayhem. That's why I wanted to throw that movie in there too because it's it's a cute one that I recommend. It is. Do you have any thoughts? No, you pretty much covered you pretty much covered it. I need to watch it. It's on my list to watch this season because I haven't watched it since probably when I was in high school living at home and had Disney Channel. So I haven't really watched any of my Halloween movies except for Halloween Town and Hocus Pocus because those are my jams. Mm -hmm. I can watch those at any time of the year. Doesn't matter. Yes. But some of these, like The Phantom of the Megaplex and Mom's Got a Date and I Need to Watch Scream Team mm -hmm. and even Tower of Terror, like I, those are the ones I wait until October mm -hmm. to watch. Yeah. <laughs> but speaking of Hocus Pocus. What are we talking about now? We are going to talk a little bit about Hocus, actually we're going to talk a lot about Hocus Pocus. Yeah. So I, I have a confession. I feel horrible mm -hmm. as a Disney person to not have known this. Growing up, I always thought Hocus Pocus was a Disney Channel movie. No. Because it came out in 93 and I was five. So mom and yeah. dad would have never taken me to the movie theater to see this movie. So in my mind, it was a Disney Channel movie. So even when I went to go put our show notes together for this show, I was looking at Hocus Pocus and all of a sudden I saw something about like a box office number. I'm like, wait. What do you yes. mean box office number? As yes. a 32 year old, I'm like, huh? And I looked yeah. into it, I'm like, oh. Now fun fact about Hocus Pocus from the box office, it only made like 36.5 or something million out of the 28 million that it was budgeted. So it did not make like anything in the box mm -hmm. office. And it didn't become a cult classic until it got onto Disney Channel. So that's why I think I always thought it was a Disney Channel movie but it is one of those cult classics that you cannot go through October and not watch. You got Bette Midler, you got Sarah Jessica Parker, you got, I remember the other witch's name, but you got these three amazing women who are the witches and they're just hilarious. Now, yes. I mean, the whole concept of Hocus Pocus is kind of bizarre when it comes yeah. to like, they're eating children's souls, which is just really scary if you think about it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then they turn the older brother, who by the way is Tim McGee in NCIS. Okay, wait, wait, let's let's pause here for a second. Yeah, I know. I am embarrassed to admit, I just never made the connection because he's so young in this. <laughs> And then I literally, we just started rewatching NCIS because mm -hmm. apparently Robbie has never seen it all. And I was just like, oh, so we're slowly working our way through it. But it, I watched Hocus Pocus and I kept staring at him. And I was just like, you look just like that actor. That's so crazy. You guys have like the same face. So I finally looked it up and yeah, it's because it is the same actor. But it's not the same voice. 
Which is weird, which is what throws you off. Yeah. I don't know what the deal is with all that. For some reason, they hired on a actor to voice the cat Binks, which is yes. black cat. But for some reason, they wouldn't use him as the actual yeah. brother. I don't know if it was because he didn't look like Emily, his sister, or I don't know. Maybe he was too old. I, I didn't look into I this. Know portion of it uh, they need to do sean who's yeah. the brother in there as like the stand-in so you hear his voice and i think this is why i never put two and two together until a couple years ago when i follow him on instagram and he mm -hmm. posted this and that's when i realized i'm like wait what <laughs> like wait a second and then i went back i'm like that's why i never put two and two together because it's not his voice if i heard his yeah. voice i would have known but it just didn't click the whole thing is just strange it with is that voice work. So weird. Yeah. But other than that, it, <laughs> it's just it's just a fun movie. And then when they meet the devil. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's hilarious. I love that entire oh master. <laughs> and and her ex that she brings to life. And he's oh, just yeah. Billy. And <laughs> Billy! Get them! No. And then he starts, he actually says some mean things that I'm not going to say on this podcast because they're not nice words. Uh, so just know that he says some not so nice words, not like cuss words, just like words you would call a woman that would get you like either punched or put in jail sort of deal yeah. nowadays. But he's just, oh my gosh, the whole, just the whole movie. It's just yeah, so mm -hmm. funny. And it just always makes me laugh because it had to be the, a virgin to light the candle. Yes. And you're like, Back then, for a boy, that was, I mean, even now, like, that's better than embarrassing for boys, yeah. which is, it shouldn't be. That if you're yeah. still a virgin, it is not the end of the world. It shouldn't be embarrassing. You're fine. Mm -hmm. Trust me. But it's just, the whole concept is just so much fun. And the funny thing yeah. is, the three main kids are not even that big of actors, and I don't think they are even to this day. I don't think so either. It's Bette Mettler and Jessica Sarah Parker and, and all of them and even like the guy who plays the devil is a big actor and, mm -hmm. and then of course you got Tim McGee who's like they didn't even use his voice now he's on one of like the longest running TV longest shows, running TV shows mm -hmm. ever non-animated yeah. TV shows that isn't a soap opera soap opera mm -hmm. what are your thoughts I know you have a lot so yeah so it's one of my all-time favorite movies because it's silly and scary it has a good mm -hmm. combination of both mm -hmm. I love the witches I know you're really supposed to hate them because they are the villains they're awesome I well, I mean realistically nobody hates them but yeah. I'm just saying you know technically yeah they're the mm -hmm. villains in the movie but I just <laughs> I think they're hilarious mm -hmm. all of the scenarios again too like we we're talking about on the bus ride when they're just like so what does this do? Where does it take you? <laughs> oh, we desire children. And I'm like, no one thinks this is a problem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just come on on the bus. Yeah. Just drop you off wherever. I'm just like, now it's kind of like everyone be like, whoa, lady, what did you just say? <laughs> this is a problem. And then when they get dropped off right outside the, the devil's house and then how they're standing around and she's like, I smell children, but I don't see children. And they're just so lost <laughs> with the whole concept of Halloween. Oh, yeah. there's just so many hilarious, hilarious things. Then Sarah is my favorite one because she has some yeah. of the best lines, you know, and she's amok, amok, amok before she gets you know, yeah. gutted. And then dead man's toe, dead man's toe. When she's dancing uh -huh. around and singing that. Oh, she's so stupid. Yeah. That's so hilarious. Yes. I love her. That's why they shove her out when they think it's the river first, too, right? Yes, like, let's get rid of the dumbest one. Yeah. <laughs> and, but they ah! eat her. She sings the children in. Like, they would have been I know. screwed. 
I don't know why they try and sacrifice her because you're you are right. She's the one who does the whole singing to get the to lure yeah. the children in. And she's they just the try and get one. rid of her. Yeah, that's true. She's the one sitting on the bus driver's lap. So yeah, <laughs> exactly. But yeah, it's just so iconic. And then the, I think you had mentioned the party scene was one of your favorite things. The when she goes in, when her friend starts singing. Oh yes, I love that scene. Yeah, that is. I put a spell like, on you. Yes, I can I listen to that song over and over again at Halloween. Yes. And mm-hmm. now my hand. The whole scene is just great. <laughs> And how all the parents get stuck dancing mm-hmm. forever, and mm-hmm. everyone kind of forgets about them <laughs> until the end of the movie. And they're like bone dead tired because they literally have been dancing for hours, exactly hours. Except the mom, she's just like, like, oh no, she's tripping over and falling as she's walking. Yeah, up. but I mean, she was just kind of like, wow, I didn't know they partied so much here. Like, she's just <laughs> kind of like, this is normal, yeah. <laughs> Not really phased too much by it. Oh my goodness. And her outfit, dear Lord. Yeah, the Madonna. Oh my goodness, but so good. And they actually have a, there is a Hocus Pocus sequel in book form. Mm -hmm. So I'm gonna get that and read that. Mm -hmm. And I'll have to share my thoughts on it on the Pixie Dust Twins Instagram. Mm -hmm. Yes, because I'm sure it'll be entertaining. Yes. This is just one of those movies you can't escape at Halloween time. I mean, when they're doing the Halloween parties, they do a whole stage show at the Halloween party at, at Disney World. Mm-hmm. Just with this storyline, they do that there. Every Halloween store I go into is selling some sort of Hocus Pocus merchandise, whether it's the costumes or signs or decorations for Halloween. So it's such a big deal. It is. If you haven't seen it, you're definitely missing out. If you haven't seen it, you're living under a rock. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh my goodness. I will literally watch this probably five times before the end of October. I'm probably gonna watch it tonight because I'm like, yes, I'm ready for Hocus Pocus. Oh my goodness. Okay, before we like take up another hour talking about this, because we could, yeah. I do just want to point out that we rarely talked about the actual main characters of this movie, the kids. We like mm-hmm. the witches better. Sorry. Sorry. let's talk about Halloween costumes for this year. And I have to dress up because of my job. So I think that's why I just, I'm like, we could just talk about it. So I don't know if you're dressing up or not. We'll get to that. But so for 2020, COVID of course has kind of killed us on trick-or-treating and there's Mm -hmm. no not so scary Halloween party at Disney. Apparently Universal is going to do Fright Night. I don't know how well that went with COVID, but we'll, we'll hear about it in the news at some point. But I do have to dress up my job is at a children's museum and we're doing Halloween weekend, so I will get to dress up. So I'm either probably gonna go as a cowgirl or like a Hogwarts student because I have both of those. But really, like in all honesty, I would love to be Belle. I would love to mm-hmm. have like the actual dress. Like no mo- if there was no money involved or no money was an issue and I could just do spend as much as I wanted, I would like have somebody custom make that yellow dress up, like to my specifications mm-hmm. and Mm-hmm. I don't think I'd ever take it off. Probably wear it. I could see that. <laughs> yeah, just wear it everywhere. Or another fun one would be the the new red pirate woman from Pirates of the Caribbean. Right. Um, mm-hmm. I would love to be her. She would mm-hmm. be a lot of fun. Yeah, she's a good one. Now too. that she's a pirate and not mm-hmm. a damsel getting sold. Mm-hmm. I agree with you on that one. She's a good classic one now. Yeah. Are you dressing up for Halloween? <sighs> well, as I put in the notes when you asked this question. <laughs> You said, what are you probably going to go as? And I wrote back in all caps, nothing, because COVID-19 ruined Halloween. It did. But the people in my neighborhood have all been really talking about trying to do some sort of social distanced 
Halloween trick-or-treating for the kids. Mm -hmm. So if they do that, we are definitely going to participate because we're going to have decorations and be that house no matter what. So if we're doing that, though, I'm not going to go buy a new costume. So I'll probably either do a skeleton like I did last year because I already have the outfit for it and Mm -hmm. I already know how to do the makeup for that. Or maybe Ariel, but Ariel is a little more tricky because then you got to do the wig and the wig is hot. I remember you doing that wig my year I came. Yeah, it's a little annoying to deal with, but it's an easier costume because I literally just pull on like a purple top and then the green leggings and I'm like, hey, I'm Ariel. So we'll see. And then if I could do a costume where it could be perfect and no money, like my money just goes forever, I would do the bride from the Haunted Mansion because that would be legit. I would literally want the entire, she scares the crap out of me though. Oh my gosh, yes. She is terrifying, but I would do it. I would literally do the entire outfit, Uh like the the crazy hair and Mm -hmm. everything. I would have the dagger. And then I would want the beating heart too. That would have to be part of the costume. I can see you doing that. You could rock that. Yes, I would do that 100% (laughs) if I had millions of dollars to spend on a Halloween costume. That would be really cool. Oh my goodness. That would be be awesome. Yeah. She had a dagger. I I thought she had an axe. Or whatever it is. I believe she has an axe, which is worse. You're right. Yeah, it's an axe. (laughs) She has an axe, which is worse. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Whatever weapon of choice. (laughs) Do us heart (laughs) i would do that for sure that would be my choice oh my goodness well maybe next year because let's be honest this podcast will go on forever next year when hopefully COVID 19 has been somewhat quelled we should actually dress up for this podcast episode next year yes that would be we should so do it we can actually wear something on theme yes i like it that would be cute yeah that would okay well don't forget to like, subscribe, everything. So that would be our Instagram at Pixie Dust Twins Podcast. You can follow me and Samantha. I'm at by Ashley Danny, D A N N I E. She is at Samantha 1950s Media. 1950 Films Media. Mm-hmm. Films Media. I always forget the films. We have at Limitless Broadcasting, you can follow. We have a website, limitlessbroadcasting.com, to go to buy all the things. Please, 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 please. Go support us. We need money to do the other stuff. This is the fun part. We don't need money to like sit here and talk, but everything else behind the scenes, we need money for. Mm -hmm. And we'd really love your support so we can keep this podcast going and to keep entertaining you with our Mm Disney-ness. So please, please, please go and buy our stuff and even go to our Patreon account. There's fun stuff on there. So depending on how much you donate is what you get to do with us. And we would Mm -hmm. love for someone to donate the amount that allows you to come onto the show with us. I think that would be so much fun. So please- If you want to be on the show with us, please go and see how much you need to do to donate for that. We would love it. We have YouTube channels so you can see our lovely faces and our lovely ears that we're wearing today for the first time ever. We actually have ears on. So please go and follow us on our YouTube channel. I think I got everything, right? I believe so, yes. Okay. Oh, but there is a little matter we forgot to mention. Hmm. Beware of hitchhiking ghosts. They have selected you to fill the quota. And they will haunt you until you return to our show. So hurry back. Hurry back. We'll be dying to have you back. Bye, guys. Bye.